Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Draft is just over two months away. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the only man who would give up a first-round pick for Taysom Hill. And with me, as always, is AJ Mockmaster Marchese. I'd put a first-round tender on you, Rob. I'm pretty sure I lied. I'm pretty sure the NFL draft's under two months away, but whatever. Today, we're going to do a post-NFL Combine mock draft. Yes, our bread and butter. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbell alerts to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensor guards inside, you barely notice it's there. But what truly is remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops. And there's absolutely no trade-off to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get a free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. T-E-A-M. And uh, the seven rounds of heaven calls Simply Safe the only thing that can keep AJ out of your house. Haha, <laughs> 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 new, new ads. Fun. Anyway. Uh, oof, that was a mouthful. Especially because I'd never looked at it before. Sick. <laughs> it's a little behind the scenes of how this podcast operates. ADT uh, cannot keep me out, Rob. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, like we said at the top of the show, mock draft time. Um, so I'm sure it won't be great, but it'll be fun. We're all here to have fun, and it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Mock drafts are irrelevant. Retweet. But you know what isn't irrelevant, AJ? Is this Hearing... another Simply Safe ad? <laughs> yeah. Stopping you from breaking into people's <laughs> homes. What isn't relevant is hearing you panic when it's your turn to pick and you don't know what to do. Sure, I am so unprepared tonight. Really? I well, I, I used to get so prepared when we did mock drafts, and then I realized none of this matters. It's true. I'm just going to throw names out. I used to like put like a, a list of five names under each pick I had and be like, oh, these scenarios. Now I just have my big board open like I kind of can see it. Smart. I, I got a couple teams I got some targets for, but other than that, uh, I got nothing. Like, I'm assuming, just let the record show, Chris Matsukis, coin flipper, friend of the show. Flipped coin. AJ has the number one pick. Uh, so, AJ is on the clock with Cincinnati Bengals. In, 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 in this scenario, Joe Burrow could demand a trade. <laughs> Are we getting that goofy off the top? No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, first of all, it feels good to win one. I haven't won one in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of winning, I'm picking a winner. The national champion, the Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, after the combine, some of those questions were eased a bit. I think I think the comments were overblown from the start, Rob. It just Joe Burrow just sounds like he's like, hey, I don't know what they're doing kind of thing. And yeah, like, it was more about him not wanting... I think... About him not wanting to be like, I'm obviously going number one. Yeah, which is fair. He doesn't know what the Bengals are doing. It, Mike Brown doesn't know what the Bengals are doing. <laughs> it's, it's true. Set him up, I knock him down. Uh, yeah, we're, 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 we, the Cincinnati Bengals, are taking Joe Burrow first overall. Uh, do you want to break it down a little bit? or just like... <laughs> Yeah, do I have to? He's the best player in the draft, is he? I don't know. No, the Chase, best Chase Young the is. He's the best quarterback in the draft. While this train comes through, let me ask you, where does Joe Burrow rank on your big board currently? He's top... Uh, no, give me the exact number. Five, I think? I don't have it open. Ooh, interesting. Blindly mock drafting, too, with no big board. Okay. <laughs> I, I've anticipated where we're going. Um, where does he rank for you among like past quarterbacks? You know what I'm trying to ask you. Um, without having my yeah, rankings see, I knew you weren't ready for this question. Yeah, I had to catch you off. Cause, yeah, because I don't have my rankings open from previous years. I want your last three years of rankings open at all times on this program. If you or buy me time, ranking. I could do it, but my laptop is very slow. I, I'm, it's not worth it. Just make something up. Just say he's second. He's second on my big board. Okay, where's Tua on your big board? Uh, ten. Okay, big split. But, like, okay, for last year, do you have two over Kyler Murray? No. Oh, interesting. I do. Okay. No, I, uh, I I have Kyler slightly higher. Um, I had Kyler above Baker Mayfield, for the record. Um, I also had Josh Rosen above (laughs) all these people. So, what do I know about evaluating quarterbacks? Absolutely nothing. Uh, but yeah, with Joe, Joe Burrow is the exact player the Bengals need. I also think uh, he kind of brings. I love like his personality is so strange. The Moxie's kind of different. It's not like Gardner Minshew Moxie, but it's. Uh, I think it's the right guy for that building. I agree. Like it's 
it's a personality they haven't had. They they just totally lacked a guy like that. And, and Carson Palmer, just jumping back to the last great quarterback they had, had that kind of weird. Here's the big train. I love the train breaks. Uh, no, very fun. But yeah, Carson Palmer had that kind of weird um, leadership quality to him too, where he was a like a bit cocky, a bit strange. Thanks, train. <laughs> Mike Allstar, up the gut. I don't if even know guess what's, gone what's by. on that train. What's I, on the train, Rob? Uh, grain? Probably, yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a safe bet. Anyway, Washington's are on the clock. Uh, these these two picks are feel pretty locked in. So, Chase Young uh, from the Ohio State pass rusher. Best player in the draft. Doesn't Him and Burrow both didn't have to do anything at the combine. I don't think they have to do anything at their pro days. No. I kind of like Chase Young's answer, like... I'm not getting ready for uh, for draft season. I'm getting ready for the real season. Yeah, no, I thought that was smart. And I think we'll see more when there's consensus guys like this where Burrow's clearly the the first quarterback going off the board and Chase Young's the best player in the draft. I think we'll see more of that where it's like if Chase Young came out and ran a 4-8, do I really care? Nick Bosa came out and ran a 4-8-4 last year. Yeah. Did I really care? No. Exactly. Um, and... Uh, like it especially didn't help seeing like Jeff Okuda, although it didn't end up being anything, knowing he's a consensus top five pick, and seeing him kind of uh, get a little dinged up at the at the combine. Like I just yeah. think it's going to lead to more of that. But yeah, Chase Young, I'm interested to see how Washington builds once they get Chase Young in the building because they do have this front seven that's just invested in picks. You've got obviously you used a first round pick on Montez Sweat last year, Jerome Payne mm-hmm. the year before. Matt Ioannidis is one of the most underrated defensive linemen in the league. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan is one of the best players in Washington history, and he's still got something in the tank. He'd be an interesting trade chip, though, I think. Yes. Um, and then e- even uh, like with R- Rivera coming into the building, it's going to be a very defensive-heavy team. I'm excited to see what they do uh, with Dwayne Haskins on offense, but I, I don't think there's... like even like <clears throat> Would you... Like, the risk of taking a Tua and bailing on Dwayne Haskins, similar to the Cardinals, yeah. like, to me, like I said, I have Kyler over Tua. Tua also has the, the risk of the injuries. Um, Dwayne Haskins, I, I think, showed something at the end of last year, so why would you not go out and get the Nick Bosa of this draft class? I 100% agree. I was about to ask you, though, because the, the Tua to Washington stuff has picked up a little bit of steam. Even though I'm still not buying it, like how much, well, how much even credibility? R- Rivera even said he wasn't at the meeting when they met with him. Like he was at yeah. a league meeting. I, it, it just none of it makes sense to me. But I mean, I said that last year. But <laughs> so. I know we have to have an open mind about it. But like, it just seems even less possible this year. Yeah, going back to like Haskins too. I th- I'm pretty sure you're like the best quarterback rating amongst rookies over the last like four weeks of the season. For what that's worth. Yes. Okay. The Detroit Lions are on the clock. Many say this is where the draft starts, AJ. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Because obviously a potential uh, trade spot uh, would make a lot of sense. We don't do trades here. No, we don't. But I do think this is 100% a trade. Like, it would make a lot of sense. Obviously, do you want... We can do it. I got both... No, no, no. I don't don't want to because then we have to, like, figure out stuff. That's too hard for us. That's... Okay, that's true. Let's pretend like we did, but we didn't. Um, So, I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, I'm going to take Jeff Okuda for the Detroit Lions. Uh, like you mentioned, he was far and away the best corner on the field at the Combine. Shut it down because he kind of got dinged up. He didn't want to. Deion Sanders had to talk him into doing so. And like you said, he didn't really have to do anything there. 
Still jumped to, after it, too. Yeah, which is... And he jumped out of the building. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, best DB he, in the draft. He, he's the best corner I've ever evaluated. That's... And we've, we, we've got, what? Three, three years. Three years? Three years. So the best corner That's in three fair. years. Yeah. Uh, I think he's better than Denzel Ward. Um, he's He's kind of like... He's got the traits that you loved about Denzel Ward and some of the traits you loved about Marshall Lattimore. Like, I think, for a pro comparison, I like I like a Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Like, the I mean, combination of size, the athleticism, yeah. the, the physicality, too. Like, what he brings... Um, Denzel Ward was a physical player, but lacked... The size. The size. Marshall yeah. Lattimore had the size and the wonderful uh, movement skills, but kind of lacked the... Over, not... Obviously, they're both really great corners, but like didn't have the same physicality in the run game and the press technique. Like I think yeah. Okuda is one of the safest corners we've seen in a long, long time. I think that's maybe fair. since Jalen Ramsey. Um, no, I think I agree with you. I do agree with you. Yeah, and I mean Detroit's obviously clearly trying to move on from Darius Slay, so if that's gonna happen, go get your number one corner and a guy who's who I think's a, a part like a cart a culture changer type. In the locker room, and I think that's an underrated quality about Okuda. No, that you know that's a good point, especially like on their defense, they don't really have like that, like Trey Flowers, I guess, but like there's no one that, that that's a really strong presence, you know. Yeah, like a like both in terms like I don't know, not that he's a overall massive vocal leader, leader, but mm-hmm. kind of like just the cornerstone defensive guy you build around for years and if that's if that uh head coach gm tandem's gonna work out i think this is the the guy you have to take yeah no for sure okay the new york giants are on the board at uh number four and i think generally they're considering isaiah simmons or one of the top tackles Mm -hmm. Uh, i think this is where it gets very interesting i said the draft starts at three with the lions but i think at the end of the day that's either metua or jeff okuda depending on who's picking there yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of I I really think Dave Gettleman's gonna one of these tackles is gonna be the player he loves. I'm not totally sure which one, but then seeing what Isaiah Simmons did, obviously, and and the potential of having that on your defense, but I, I don't know. Dave Dave Gettleman's kind of just a complete wild card at GM. It's true. I think like if you were to ask me right now, I, I lean towards tackle. Me too, and I I have it still as. I think the last time I still have it is Jedrick Wills. To me, if if Gettleman's in love with one of these tackles and taking them over Isaiah Simmons, I think it's Wills uh, mm-hmm. because he's just such a a glass eater in the run game. We can run the ball behind old Jedrick Wills, but uh, at the same time, Jedrick Wills is my number one tackle, uh, top five player on my board. Uh, I have him four with Isaiah Simmons five on my board. Um, yeah, I just think he's the absolute plug and play guy at right tackle. And I, like he, the, it's a lofty comparison, but I, I like he does remind me some of Jason Peters. That is a lofty comparison. Um, how close is Wills and Worfs and Beckton and Thomas? If you want to throw their names in there too, for you. Uh, Wills is four on my board. Worfs is barely behind him at six. Okay. Um, then it's it, it's it's a little ways. To Andrew Thomas is fifteen on my board right now. Uh, and Beckton's eighteen. I, yeah, I, if you were to ask me, I think it's a toss-up between Wirfs and Wills for the Giants right now. Agreed. Or Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, no, sorry, I'm in at tackle. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, let's, let's move on. All right, Dolphins on the clock at five. 
Tua. That's all I gotta say. I I think this is a match made in heaven. I think it makes way too much sense. Now they might have to jump up to three to get him. Uh, I think they probably will, and they probably do. Again, they have so much ammo to get uh, to do so. So I think the fit makes so much sense. Again, he can sit behind uh, Fitzpatrick for a year, get fully healthy, and then take over the team. Everyone's talked about this ad nauseum. It just well, if you were to put the odds on Tua not being a Dolphin, how, how would you weigh this? Percentage-wise, to make this simple. Uh, okay, I say there's a 70% chance he's a Dolphin, which is incredibly high considering... The draft. In yes. Yeah. And at this time... No, it is. It's very high. I think that's a very fair number. I think he's a Dolphin or he's a Charger. I Yeah, I, I agree. I don't... like he His fit... Like, he almost not talked about it a lot, but he fits very well for the Chargers, too. Speaking of, yeah, number six. Uh, okay, AJ, the first five picks I think have been like our first five picks, like the entire for months now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the exact same mock we just did a month ago. So, so let's get a little weird here at six. Let's, the, let's fucking do it. The yeah. Chargers just shipped Russell Kung to the Panthers for Trey Turner. Good trade, good trade for the Chargers for sure. Yes, yeah. Uh, interesting, weird Panthers. Are they tanking? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, but so they, they, they obviously the right tackle spot has been a hole for a while. Now left tackles a hole. They upgrade the interior offensive line. Trey Turner is one of the best young guards in football. Let's get let's get a tackle. He could play left. He could play right. Let's go. Let's let's take Tristan Wirfs. Let's do it. Um, and like I said, he could play left or right tackle. He did so at Iowa. Uh, he's obviously an incredible athlete. I think he's he reminds me so much of Trent Williams, another lofty comp. I really love Worfs and Wills. Like most years, Worfs would be my number one tackle, but that's yeah. just how good I think, like the tackle class in general. But gosh, sure. and um, and I, I do think uh, obviously the Chargers invested in Anthony Lynn. They're moving on from Philip Rivers, but I would not be surprised if they either pick up a veteran quarterback or roll with Tyrod Taylor. And just kind of like build this. They just signed Austin Eckler to an extension, and just kind of build everything around whoever the quarterback is, whether it be again Tyrod Taylor or hell, maybe they trade with the Panthers again, get Cam Newton, uh, or or uh, even heck, bringing in Andy Dalton, have him compete with Tyrod. But at the end of the day, I think they need to build those trenches up, and if if they're not sold on uh, on a Herbert or a Love, Worfs is the exact type of guy that offensive line needs. I was about to ask, like, how much faith do you think they have in Tyrod Taylor? I think Anthony Lynn really likes Tyrod Taylor. I do, too. I just, I don't know if, like, I, I think he has enough faith for him to be a bridge quarterback. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. So, like, I'm thinking if they feel, obviously, playmaker-wise, like, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Melvin yeah. Gordon's going to be gone, but whatever. We're going to draft A.J. Dillon, and it won't matter. Um and, and now they've bring in Trey Turner, and if they get a Tristan Wirfs, like they're upgrading the offensive line, obviously, and defensively they have all the tools to be a top defense again. Yep. Uh, so I do think that there is a scenario where a Tyrod Taylor can be what he was in Buffalo, where it's no, he is not a top twenty quarterback, but if you surround him with talent, like he doesn't make mistakes, he's not the biggest risk taker in the world, but I think you can win football games with him. When the rest of the team is that talented, I agree with you. And maybe the, the issue is that they won't be able to pick this high again and get their quarterback. That's why I, I like 
I'm talking maybe bringing Cam Newton. I don't know. I just think that this is an interesting option for them if they're not sold on Herbert or Love. That's why I think like I think they're interested in Tua, but uh, maybe if with him off the board they go a different direction. No, that's fine. I, I'm glad we we shook it up a bit. Um, Panthers are on the clock at seven. Yeah. I, first of all, uh, where Herbert goes now in our mock, stay tuned because it's going to be really interesting. <laughs> Good plug. Uh, Carolina's pick's interesting. Obviously, Matt Rule's coming in. Uh, I kind of like the Derek Brown pick here, but I, I don't think I'm going to pass on Isaiah Simmons, Rob. I think that yeah. would be the decision, would be yeah, one I, of those I, two. I agree, and I'm going to pick Isaiah Simmons. Just, like, with Keekley gone, I, first of all, I think Keekley would have been so so great, like, for Matt Rule to take over with, but obviously made his decision, all the power to him. So let's let's get your uh, your next do-it-all-everything guy. I think Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons and Jeff Okuda are the exceptions to Matt Rule drafting Derek Brown. <laughs> I think that's, that's accurate, yeah. And, like, I, the Rule's talked about it before, and Phil Snow's talked about it before, their defensive coordinator. How the most important thing on defense is speed. Isaiah Simmons would be a complete X factor. Him and Shaq Thompson as your linebackers together. That's yes. pretty scary uh, yes. in terms of athleticism and versatility. Um, and although Derek Brown also, like, Derek Brown's seven on my board. Isaiah Simmons, five. Obviously, both top ten pick-worthy guys. Uh, Isaiah Simmons just, obviously, there's just there's more potential in that type of player. For sure. And, yeah, for and, sure. and, like, they have Quan Short still on the interior of their defensive line, mm-hmm. whereas, like, Luke Keekly retiring left a massive hole. Exactly. No, I I think that is the decision if, it, if the draft falls like this. But, uh, yeah, I think Simmons is the guy. Okay. Arizona Cardinals, eighth. Um, really interesting. I think if Wirfs is on the board, that's the pick. He's not on the board. So I think the pick becomes, are we taking a receiver or – are we taking Derek Brown? Yes, I, I I think I agree with you, Rob. And as much as uh, I think they could potentially hold off and use the top of the second round pick uh, to get a receiver, CD Lamb just seems too damn perfect for what they want to do. Mm-hmm. He's obviously played with Kyler Murray at Oklahoma. Plug and play, immediately uh, get your star quarterback we saw the flashes of Kyler Murray becoming a star last year get him that number one guy they I know they spent picks on receivers last year but none of those guys were panned out really well not even that like uh, obviously Hakeem Butler was injured for the whole year Andy Isabella was a very high risk high reward pick that we didn't see much of and Mm -hmm. Keyshawn Johnson ended up being the most productive but at the end of the day he's Obviously, like, I don't think he's a number one or number two receiver. So getting that clear number one guy, you've got Larry Fitz, and then that third spot's kind of open to those other three guys to battle it out. You had some flashes from Bird last year as well. So I, I just think you – would I do it? I don't know with Derek Brown on the board. But C.D. Lamb, I think, pays dividends quicker for them than Derek Brown would. I uh, No, I feel the same way. I think if like, – like, like you said, they took a lot of shots at receiver last year. None of them flashed really in their first year, which sucks. I, so I th- I agree. I don't think Kingsbury and Co would uh, be able to pass on CD Lamb here. That would just make too much sense. Yeah, it'd be really fun to see that all come together. Okay, Jaguars on the clock at nine. Yeah, uh, 
I am going to not think twice and just take Derek Brown for the Jacksonville Jaguars I, here. I think that's the pick. I think if he wasn't there, they'd be considering Javon Kinlaw. It's it's almost like the, the Josh Allen situation last year where Brown kind of just falls right into your lap. He's the best player on the board. You don't think about it. You take him. And, like, Clay's Campbell's deal is up next year. Darius is gone. Show, yeah, Brian hasn't showed too much. So it's, it's, it's also a need. So this is just a home run pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I think th- I think they'd be pretty pleased with that. Um, okay, uh, it, I don't know if we uh, we're on the Cleveland Browns here. We are no, number ten. They need ten. an offensive tackle. It's interesting to me that I feel like big media is higher on Mackay Becton than they are on Andrew Thomas. And yeah, I'm, is I'm it? higher on Andrew Thomas than I am on Mackay Becton. Me too. Is it maybe just a little bit of the the old like we just have had Thomas at the top for so long and Beckton's maybe this... and Becton's this like Becton also him being as big and athletic as he is exactly like new newer and flashier right I just think Andrew Thomas even if you had them like neck and neck mm-hmm. for the Browns specifically I think Andrew Thomas is just the safer player safer for sure I. I... I think they both fit well. I I could see Becton being the pick. It, again, I think it's a bit of a toss-up. I'm going to take Andrew Thomas. Okay. I think I, his uh, his length and potential as a pass protector uh, is kind of the difference where Becton has more upside for sure, but I just think Andrew Thomas, you can plug and play at left tackle. And this, this team, in theory, has the talent to push uh, for a wild-card spot. In, in theory. In theory. <laughs> and although Beckton at the end of the day might fit the St- Stefanski zone uh, zone running game a little bit better because I, I do think he's the better run blocker of the two. I just think Andrew Thomas provides something they need. Like right no. now, he, he can he can step in and uh, steady the offensive line, I guess. No, that's fair. I like I personally like the fit of Thomas with the Jets and Beckton to the Browns just because it feels a little nicer. <laughs> but, yeah, I, so? I think that's... Again, I think that I think with Becton's side, like I, I think the Browns can't really go wrong, and I like Andrew Thomas more. I think I just kind of want Thomas to the Jets. I think I'm being greedy, and I have that pick, so I think I think that's just where I'm feeling right now, Rob. So, all right, Jets are on the clock at eleven. I'm going to take Becton, but I like the Thomas pick. No, just you're so- not even thinking about another position. We heard uh, the rumors that they they're going to address the offensive line free agency. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen some people thinking uh, could be corner. I don't know, just. I think corner, I think I think basically, it's tackle, a receiver, or edge, uh, Chase on or Henderson. Yeah. I think just that tackle spot so so desperate of a need. I when you when you have the chance to pick one of these guys, I wouldn't pass it up. Fair, you know what I mean. Uh, I I take Backton again. He can play I left like or right tackle depending on how you attack for agency. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you have a Dogo from last year. It's been was mad as a rookie, but yeah, I just think that 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 need is so bad. And when you're in, when you got a tackle class like this, just just take one of these top guys. Don't think about it. It's my opinion. Fair. I I, I don't know. I, I I think there'd be a serious conversation between him and Chase on depending on how high they're on him. Just because they haven't nope. had that pass rush in a while. But I agree. I, I, I think, think it's like I like C.J. Henderson a lot. Mm-hmm. But I just think, yeah, tackler, pass rusher. 
I agree. And I think that is the conversation. And again, I, I like the Tom if Thomas was there, I run to the podium. Also if, be interesting if they don't re sign Robbie Anderson, how early they take a receiver. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean day two for sure, I think, right? Yes. And I think that's why you lean a, a backed in here over a receiver for sure. Yeah, because no, yeah, it's, it's just Anunua and, and Crowder after that, right? So you need someone there. Yeah. Okay. Raiders are on the uh, on the clock at pick twelve. I mean, this is one we've been matching forever. Jerry Judy, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think he provides instant pop in the passing game, both after the catch and his ability to just be the best route runner on the field. I think he's a perfect complement. Tyrell Williams stretches the field. Jerry Judy can win uh, from the slot or on the outside. Hunter Renfro in the slot. Like uh, Judy just screens John Gruden passing game to me. Yeah, no, that for sure. And we talked about how much the Raiders, Mayock and Gruden, seem to love high pedigree school guys. Alabama, obviously. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I really, I want that to happen. I think Judy would be a really fun fit in that Raiders offense. I think like the Raiders could like hit hit this draft huge. I know obviously that's kind of easy to say when they're picking twelve and nineteen, but I think I think there's two guys that are great. First of all, I think Jerry Judy is a pick here. Hundred percent agree. I think at 19, there's another target we've mentioned a couple times. I think we mocked him there last time. I think another home run pick. I think I, the I, only thing, if Isaiah Simmons doesn't go pick four, I wonder if they'd be willing see how high they, they'd be willing to move up to go get him. That's interesting. That's interesting. Now, would you rather move up and get Simmons or stay here and get one of these three receivers, probably Jerry Judy? Depends what I get with my 19th overall pick. It's true. I... I who we, I don't know, let's play. I have Isaiah Simmons higher on my board if that's what you're asking. It's not, but I just think logically. <laughs> that's an interesting question. I think right, Judy's Colts are on the clock at thir- The Colts are on the clock at 13. Hey, do they have a decision now at quarterback, Rob? Yeah. They do. I, I still think, I don't know, it just feels like Jordan Love is their guy. But uh, I hate that you put me in this position. I'm still going to take Jordan Love they, for the. They could also be looking at a receiver. They could. I I just think when you now that you have your choice, well not choice, but you got these two at quarterback, it's almost more so not to pick a receiver. And again, the depth of the class, you can go get one on day two. I I still think Jordan Love is their guy, even with Justin Herbert's there. I think I don't want to say this is locked in, but it feels feels kind of locked also, in. Also, it feels like like the idea of them going after Philip Rivers. Uh. With yep. the plan to also draft Jordan Love to sit behind him for a year or two, that's a good. It's point. a lot of sense. Like I think that is uh, the Ballard plan. Yeah, exactly. Like, although, I think if, yeah, although we have no idea, it just feels. I don't know. Like I agree with you. It just feels like that's the guy. And like theoretically, if they took Herbert and had Philip Rivers, it feel like there'd be more. Like more of a chance of Herbert usurping Rivers, and I don't know if that's yes. what they want. Yes, and I agree. Yeah. Okay, the Bucks are on the board of 14. Board's fallen weird. Yep. They're very happy, I think, the way the board's fallen, because although the tackles are off the board, I don't think we really expected one of those top four guys to get to them anyway. They get their pick of the pass, top pass rusher available in Chisong. Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs, because fuck it. Let's get Mike Evans, Henry Ruggs, <laughs> and Chris Godwin together. Uh... They also they also have the option of drafting Justin Herbert. They do. 
or Javon Kinlaw. Sorry, I should have mentioned that too. Yeah, they're they're this would be like I think a very ideal situation for them. Uh, absolutely, like they kind of just fell everything perfectly. Uh, how much do you think they think about Justin Herbert? Well, that's my pick. So, oh, ho, ho, ho. so you think they're thinking about it a lot? I think Justin Herbert would be their ability to... First of all, NFL free agency starts in like a week, so a week from now this would be completely different. Yeah. Uh, But drafting a Justin Herbert... Like, how much... Like, just hearing the way Bruce Arians has talked about Jameis Winston, do we we really think Bruce Arians thinks he can fix him? I, I, I I think not, and I think... Their worst case scenario is franchising Jameis Winston and not ending up with a young quarterback to sit behind them, at minimum. Yeah. Uh, and their best case scenario, I think, will obviously would be landing Tom Brady, but not even that. I'd rather, honestly, would you rather have Justin Herbert or Tom Brady? Tom Brady, Tom Brady for two years, thirty million a year to least forty five, or it, Justin if, Herbert, who physically is exactly what Bruce Arians looks for in a quarterback. He's got the uh, athletic upside as well. He's perfect for the downfield passing attack for his physical tools. I, I don't know. I just think Justin Herbert, this is a, a fun fit that hasn't really been talked about because generally Justin Herbert's not on the board when the Bucks pick, but if he is... I was about to say, um, if I'm the Bucks, I think i take Herbert over Tom Brady. Yeah. Just because of your window. Like they're, they're, if Brady's on the team, they're not, they're not winning... Right, so what's what's the point? Get someone that you can develop. Uh, like you said, it's a great fit. Okay, let me ask you this: If, if Love and Herbert is there, do they lean Justin Herbert? Or yes, still because because I, Herbert is more pro ready. I, I agree with you. I was just asking. Uh, and can we uh, producers, producer James, can we clip that? AJ said Justin Herbert's better than Tom Brady <laughs> for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Okay, the Denver Broncos are on the clock at fifteen. I think. Uh, kind of opposite. I think the board fell a little shitty for the Denver Broncos. What? I I, I wanted. In to what way? Broncos. What's wrong? How did it fall shitty? They're. I think the number one player they want is on the board. The number two player they want is probably on the board. That's a that's a take and a half. Who did you think they wanted? Ceedee Lamb. I, I it's kind of my guy. Ceedee Lamb's gone like eight picks ago. I know. I, I think. I think the. I think that Broncos would rather have Henry Ruggs than CU Lamb. Really? I I think Henry Ruggs is the number one player they want. I don't know. I like I you know what? Are I'm you low on he... him? Uh, maybe I just don't know. Are you low on Henry Ruggs? No, not really. I, I th- like I think what? him him, Judy and Lamb are all like the same. Yeah, They're me all... too. And I think Ruggs has the most upside. Yeah, and I, I think you know what you're selling me because the uh, Ruggs compliment push over AJ. No, I'm thinking about it. Fuck you. He compliments Cortland Sutton really well, too, right? Like, I'm not saying Lamb doesn't, but the speed and then the size of, of Cortland Sutton. Not that he's slow, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, who would your second guy be? Javon Kinlaw? Yeah. Me too. Okay. I'm going to take Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. That speed's going to be fun with Drew Locke. I hope that happens. That would be fun. And, like, like, going back to last year, you know, they, they want that speed gun offense because they took Noah Fan. I know it's not the same position, but pass catcher. Um, that would be fun. And, like, Locke pushing the ball downfield to Ruggs, that would be, that'd be pretty exciting. And they, obviously, Vic Fangio is a defensive guy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think they would consider a guy like Kinlaw. But yeah. we're seeing, I think, like between what they did in free agency on defense last year, they've already made a trade for AJ Boye. I think Fangio wants veterans on that defense. Yes, yeah, I agree. To kind of like not carry the young offense, but well, I guess carry to some extent. I also think they, the, the, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them like make a push for a bigger running back, even though I love Philip Lindsay. No, that's and then Royce Freeman has not panned out. Yeah, I agree, and I, I think I, I agree the same way. Like that, Fangio is probably going to address this defense via free agency first, right? And yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, Falcons are on the clock at sixteen. Weird, weird spot. I think they're looking at two different guys: Javon Kinlaw, who shouldn't fall to sixteen. It's true, but if he does, that's crazy. And the Dallas Cowboys are probably, like, praying to God the Falcons don't take him. Uh, or Chason, who also, I'm surprised, would fall to 16. But I guess a little less surprised. Quarterbacks obviously pushing down top talent. Yep. Um, so I think that's the conversation. Do we take Chason? Do we take Kinlaw? Edge is more of a need. Kinlaw uh, is uh, the better player. Um, sticking him next to Greedy Jarrett's terrifying. It is. If it was you, what would you take? The better Chisong. player, the yeah, yeah. So you would take the position of need. I'm going to take the better player. I'm taking Javon Kinlaw for the Falcons. I think that would be scary. Um, I, I think I think Edge is the pick, but no, that's that's fair. Um, but I, I just want the guy who, first of all, Kinlaw. Not to say Chason's not a culture changer, but I think Kinlaw is one of the more underrated culture changers in the draft. You stick his size next to Grady Jarrett. Like, those two are just so explosive. Mm-hmm. Pa- like, the, the interior passer should be terrifying. You Obviously, Edge is still a big need. That That's the only reason, like, that would stop you is because Chase Allen's on the board. But I don't know. I, I tend to go top talent over bigger need. I think drafting for need can get you in scary spots. For sure, but also like you mentioned, you thought Chason would be already off the board too. Yeah, yeah. Like, Chason, Chason's not like a reach or anything. Exactly. I just think that like Kinlaw is a borderline top ten player. Yeah, no, no for absolutely. Dallas Cowboys on the clock. Um, how do you think Chason would be in play for the Cowboys? Just talking in general. It depends how the board. Like, if the board falls in a way where, like, he's the best guy in the bigger position needs don't have a, like clear mm-hmm. top talents there then yeah, yeah I think potentially um, but ultimately like I, I don't think I, like I wouldn't take him here the way it's fallen for them, I wasn't I, guess. I agree I wasn't planning to I was planning to go to the defensive backfield which like Byron Jones kind of seems all but gone already yes um, need at corner and safety I'm uh, I'm gonna take CJ Henderson though I think that's, that, that's the pick I would have made when you asked, and I said I wouldn't take Chase Thomas because I would take C.J. Henderson. Yeah, I was going to do. I was just wondering if, he, if what type of uh, like if he, if they would like him. I don't know. He's he, he's a bit of an odd fit, and they, but and they've been a little all over the place on drafting edge rushers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think this is the safer pick, the plug and play corner. You're just going to let Byron Jones one of the top corners in football. Walk in free agency, you need to you need to address that and like essentially immediately. Exactly, and I think like if you asked me a week ago, I don't know if the Cowboys would have been sold on CJ Henderson. And he goes to the combine, I think that kind of sold them in their mind. 
just the way with how Dallas you I'm so is. excited just the way we're talking like it's like in a week again or a week or two once free agency hits like it's all gonna be so different so I'm very it's a, it's a very interesting free agency here it is for sure like like even like later picks you're like 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 take the tight ends for example like Jack Hawkins probably gone so like they could go tackle at that like mm-hmm, like every mm-hmm. single team has a guy like that like that's a pivot guy and it could affect their first round pick their whole draft yeah no for sure hell even my Steelers who don't have first round pick did they tag Bud Dupree mm-hmm do they let Javon Hargrave walk? Let's find out. I wouldn't. Well, they can't afford him, so they have to. I know. It sucks. Uh, someone, but there, there you go. There's a guy like Javon Hargrave who maybe isn't getting that much buzz, and I think he is going to get a pretty nice contract somewhere and immediately plug a hole. Like, let's say, who, who's got a big interior defensive line need? The Jacksonville Jaguars. So let's yeah. say they sign him. Derek Brown's not a pick, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, things like that. So that's why it's interesting. Dolphins are on the clock, 18. They're so happy. Like, Chase on falls to them. This yeah. is their ideal pick. I think their best-case scenario is those first two picks being Tua and Chase on gets you your franchise quarterback, gets you this Swiss Army knife front seven pass rusher who can play off-ball and passing downs, can stick his hand in the dirt. And, uh, um, sorry, I said that backwards. Can play off ball on early downs, can stick his hand in the dirt on passing downs, and kind of like he has some cam wake to him. Uh, just the sheer athleticism as a pass rusher. I think he's an underrated pass rusher in general, but like when you're also seeing him pick up wheel routes and cover guys 20 yards yeah. downfield on tape, like it's insane. And that's the ultimate, like the, the linebacker, the Patriots, which obviously Brian Flores comes from, the type of player they've coveted for so long, the Mike Rabels. The Jamie Collins, that type of guy. So that's no, that's your that's your defensive kind of cornerstone behind Christian Wilkins. You got Xavier Howard in the secondary. Totally agree. So far, this this is just a home run for the Miami Dolphins. I don't think you could get a perfect. Yeah. Speaking of home runs, the, the Las Oakland. Vegas Raiders are on the clock at nineteen. I said Oakland. I, that's going to take me a while. Vegas is weird. Um, I like saying Vegas. Unlike saying the LA Chargers, which I hate, I like saying Vegas. They're still San Diego. I, yeah, I guess you know why though. I just. You're not used to a team being in Vegas, like in all sports. Like, the Knights are still new to me. Oh, I'm yeah. old. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hinted at this pick earlier. I think Kenneth Murray is the pick, and I think that's a home run pick. And I uh, I don't think they can go wrong. Again, it just kind of matches up with the whole thing. We talked about him uh, earlier this week on the show, like how, um, how great he is in the interview process. I have a question. I know sure. you and I both have Kenneth Murray – Higher on our boards than Patrick Queen. Uh, I also know that I think we both, like like you just mentioned with the interview process, the high character, the leadership, I think we both covet that in a linebacker. Uh, yes. Especially on a defense that kind of, it's, it's added young guys who have these leadership qualities, but it doesn't have like. There's no identity to it, yeah. They drafted Jonathan Abram, Abram and Colin Farrell for that type of thing. So why, like, I get the Patrick Queen pick. The pure athleticism comes from the big school in LSU, just like Murray does with Oklahoma, and we yeah. talked about how the Raiders seem to love that. But Kenneth Murray just, they, they've shown they're willing to maybe overdraft a guy. Not that I'm saying this is an overdraft, but maybe overdraft a guy for those leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. And when you've got Murray and Queen, who I think for most people are either neck and neck or 
I think most people have Murray a little higher, but the big media seems to have Queen a little higher. Um, I just think Kenneth Murray is the perfect kind of exactly what they've been drafting. I agree. When when the decisions between the two of them, it just makes so much more sense. That's Kenneth Murray. But like, if they take Patrick Queen, I'd be slightly surprised. And I think it's I still think it was a good pick though. Oh no, me too. I just think Kenneth Murray makes more sense. I like I, I hope as if I were a Raider fan, I would hope it's Kenneth Murray. Me too. Yeah, for sure. And again, that's like the difference there is that 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 uh, the leadership quality. Okay, so the Jaguars are on the clock here at twenty. They shipped AJ Boye off. Corner was a need before that. Yeah. So I think this pick has to be a corner. If yeah. they they didn't take corner at nine because of the way the board fell, um, but I think that's also a potential landing spot for CJ Henderson over here. I uh, do too. This pick's interesting because after those top two corners, it's very all over. Uh, it's I I think draft Twitter, including myself, is higher on Jeff Gladney than the NFL. Uh, I think the NFL's higher on Trevon Diggs than draft Twitter. And there's Christian Fulton. And I think Christian Fulton is going to be my pick here. Okay. Um, mainly because he's such a technically sound corner. And there were some questions about his long speed. He ends up running sub 4-5. Yep. Uh, I, I think, although I love Jeff Gladney, and I think he's the more physical, uh, physical player. Uh, Fulton is the technically savvy guy. T- Diggs is the guy with the big ball skills, the big size, a lot of upside there. But you, we haven't, we didn't see him run a forty. We don't have those athleticism questions answered. So I think Fulton's the safest of the guys, and that's where I'm going. That's fair. I, it's kind of hard to because, like you said, it's such a mishmash after Okuda and Henderson at corner. Like it's it's kind of hard finding who wants who, right? Yes, finding the landed spots for all these guys. I, I think that's a good pick. I think like. They gotta come away with a corner with one of their first two picks, right? Yes. I wonder if they if the board falls not great for them, but it probably will. But if it doesn't, at nine, I wonder if there's a potential for them to to jump back a couple spots and have a team um, leap the Browns and take a tackle there, and then maybe they still come away with C.J. Henderson in the mid. Well, like or if the if the, well, I mean they could if the Jets thought the Browns were going to take their tackle, you could see that happening. Yep. No. Exactly. Yeah. So like I, I think it, they wouldn't even necessarily have to trade back too far. I, hey, I mean the Colts would even be an option if they're trading for a quarterback or. Mm-hmm. No, that nine's a very interesting trade back spot. Yeah, I think it's a sneaky interesting one. Okay, the Eagles are on the clock at twenty-one. Um, you're either looking at wide receiver or DB. I. It's more likely corner, but I say DB because if they get a, like a, a, a McKinney who can kind of move around a bit would be a great pick. He's a lot of the same as Mal- like he is Malcolm Jenkins though. Yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm not taking him. I'm going to go taking receiver because I, I think, think that's the move. I think it's the move. and I think it's more fun, and just for the sake, not just for the sake. I kind of like this fit. I think after his combine, maybe it's a little rich, but I think I think he fits the Philadelphia Eagles well. I'm going to take Denzel Mims. Holy think, fuck. Over yeah. Justin Jefferson? You know what? I just I think with the size and the speed. I know Justin Jefferson's fast, too. He proved that. I uh, I think the fit is a little sneaky good. I, I kind of like the You're playing Denzel there. Mims in the slot? Sorry? You're playing Denzel Mims in the slot? I play him outside, I think. Feels like, like they I, got the outside guys. That's why they need the slot. But, hey, I'm not here to judge. I mean, he could go that high. He could. I just wanted to shake things up. I, I, I found this spot when I was doing the 
just working. Well, on you, you're the biggest Denzel Mims hater in the world, so explain yourself here. Am I a hater or am I a disappointed? Or, or a realist? I don't know. Yeah, I'm a Either way, you just had him go earlier than I've ever seen. So, talk you're about welcome. him. Oh, I just, like I said, I think it's a good fit. I I think, like, again, it would come down to Jefferson and Mims, but um, I don't know. Like, like with Alshon, like, how much do you expect from Deshaun Jackson? Let me ask you that. More than Alshon. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's fair. So between the two of them, I don't, I don't know. You can't trust either of them. But talk about Mims. I am. Hold yeah, on. Give you're me a talking sec. about the receivers. Talk, tell me about Mims. Just, I'm, I'm just very like shocked you made the pick just because you've been such a realist about Denzel Mims in the past. So I'm just. I think. Like, I think how okay. high is Mims on your board? He's 44 for me, and I know I'm a little lower on him than some people, but he's around the same for me. Um, but I'll say I like again. I like the fit. I think, like you said, inside out ability. My voice cracked. Inside out ability. I think just the ability to um, get down the field and make big plays there is just not that Jefferson doesn't, but I think he's a little craftier, a little more. You can do more closer to the line of scrimmage. I think that fit there with trying to push the ball downfield, which we know the Eagles want to do. They brought in Sean Jackson to try to do it last year. It didn't work out too well. But like, And JJW was nothing. That, but obviously, that wasn't a downfield threat. But I think with just the combination of the size and the speed of Denzel Mims, um, I think they're going to cover that and try to push the ball downfield with them. And the Bills are very happy you think that. Because they're going to take Justin Jefferson. See, and I like the, I like that fit better too. So, um, You're just setting up your boys. Uh, Jefferson <laughs> has the, the – yes, he could be the big slot. Obviously, they have Cole Beasley. I think he could play the, um, the X as well and mm-hmm. the Z. I think Justin Jefferson, we're kind of pigeonholed him, pigeonholed him into playing – the big Keenan Allen big slot role. That's where funny. I think he's got more juice than that, and he showed that at the combine. I think he's Keenan Allen with speed. I think he's one of the best route runners in the draft. Uh, you you can get him on the outside, uh, being a deep threat, complimenting John Brown as well. If you have John Brown as your deep threat, Cole Beasley is your your clear obvious slot underneath guy, and Justin Jefferson working those um, middle of the field, mm-hmm. uh, like medium routes I don't yep. know no, uh, good, yeah. I, I think that that's a very, it's a very strange trio of receivers but I think a very like they would all complement each other really well um, Just Jefferson can make plays after the catch as well so when Josh Allen can't complete a pass more than 15 yards downfield just get the ball in Jefferson's hands I think I think, uh, I think it's a fun fit I know I do too I think Justin Jefferson would quickly become Josh Allen's best friend like off the field <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, on the field, just he's kind of exactly what Allen needs to to take that next step. Like you said, like I, I don't know. He's he struggled with the intermediate stuff. So getting him a good athlete like Jefferson and a guy that can go up and make plays and do stuff after the catch, you just I like that fit a lot. So okay, the Patriots are on the clock at twenty three. Very interesting. Yeah, they can kind of go all over the place. Um, I, I I think I'm going to take Xavier McKinney here. Um, Get them a guy at the back end of the defense that they could use as a chess piece, a type of guy that they usually covet. I, but again, this I think this pick is kind of so interesting. I don't, I actually don't know where they're gonna go right now. But well, I don't think anybody does. So uh, Bill does. So he's you taking. Sure, the, he's he's at the Middle Tennessee State Pro Day. Yeah, he's. I forget his name already. He, that's who he's taking here. So uh, <laughs> no, but just there's so many options, and then the, the quarterback thing. Not that I think they're ever gonna take a quarterback here, but. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm taking McKinney. I think he fits that back into that defense so well. They could play him all over. And uh, like you said, almost Malcolm Jenkins. So He is a very, very, very good fit. Uh, and just screams Belichick guy. Plus, he's got the Saban blue check mark. That's true. Uh, I did see, I forget whose mock it was, but I saw AJ Epinesa here. Obviously, we've had him fall pretty far so far because of, of how poor his combine went. But I think that'd be another interesting one. I I, I think Xavier McKinney is is the pick as well, but I just think that that, that was a interesting thought somebody had. It, it crossed my mind as I made the pick, that Panessa. I just, like, it'd be cool to see how Belichick would, like, get the most. I know after the poor combine, he was getting, like, some people, some of the defenders um, were comparing him being, talking about him and Trey Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are very different. I thought that was a little bit of a stretch, and I'm a big Epinesa guy, but... Um, it would be interesting to see how, how Belichick would take advantage of the inside out. I, I think uh, that would be the best landing spot for for Epineza. Yeah, if he's going to fall, yeah. fall, to, fall to the smartest man in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the Saints are on the board at 24. Or, uh, they, uh, I, th- I think generally everyone's kind of in consensus that they're taking a receiver. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's, the, I think, with the way it's fallen, it's Jalen Rager or it's um, Brandon Ayuk. I've long been a Jalen Rager guy. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna change now. I want this to happen as a huge Jalen Rager guy. I think he's perfect deep threat complement. Um, can take over as the tag again. Uh, can play inside. Can play outside. Does a lot after the catch. You get his return man ability as well. Um, I think a very fun compliment. Although I do think uh, I'm not as high on Brandon Ayuk. I think Ayuk would be a really cool fit there too. And let's not sleep on LaVisca Chanel. Uh, I don't think for them, but mm-hmm. he's another guy who, like, I know he'll probably fall out of the first round, but he might be an, end up being a, a, a nice second-round steal. It's just such a fun receiver uh, class. It is, and I agree with you. Of those three and the receivers left on the board, I think Rager's the, the guy from the New Orleans Saints. All right, Minnesota Vikings on the clock at 25. Uh, has to be a corner because <laughs> they, they need one bad, and Mike Zimmer loves taking them. So the only question is, which one? Um, kind, outside of Fulton, kind of the pick of the litter among these next group. Uh, Who's in your next group? Because I think, for me, after um, Gladney Anderson. digs, Gladney di- what? No, no, Anderson, I was, I was Henderson's to... off the board, friend. No, I was about to say... Never mind, I was trying to finish your sentence. Uh, Oh, by saying Henderson's on the board? I was saying he's on the board. Gladney and Diggs... What? Nothing, go. Look, Gladney and Diggs, I I was just trying to ask you who's in that next group, because for me it's just Gladney and Diggs, but you made it sound like you got a plethora of people. No, no, I I think it's those two, too. I'll throw this out to you, though. Uh, Could A.G. Terrell be on the the radar here for the Vikings now? I, I I think so. I kind of want to. He, also, he yeah, also fits that like the big press co- press cover two guy. Mm-hmm. I think for the fun of the mock, uh, I kind of pegged this this one before we did it. I think I'm going to take AJ Terrell. And then Stefan Diggs is pissed and takes brother and uses that uh, uh, subtweet next. And they trade him. Yeah, that's that's and to the Seahawks. So this is a whole grand scheme for me, Rob. Just let just let me live this out. Well, I mean, when Stefan Diggs gets some wind of our mock, I'm sure. It'll come yes. together, friend. <laughs> uh, I do think AJ Terrell is after that combine the sneaky corner that could jump in the first round, right? Uh, especially because the big me- like 
I'm not as high on him as the big media. I'm not either, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, DJ's had him as, a, I think, a top 40 player for a while. Yeah, exactly. So, like, obviously, DJ is more plugged in than us, maybe. Maybe not. We just steal his content. So, so like... I wouldn't be like the closer we get, the more it seems possible. Um, I also like AJ Terrell more than I liked Trevon Mullen. Trevon Mullen went much higher than I expected. It's true. I, I think like like we touched upon. I think Terrell the long press uh, style. I think that just fits Zimmer a lot, and it, like I think Diggs does too. Um, Glennie, I think he's he's probably the best of the bunch, but I don't know if I love the fit. But yeah, uh, for the sake of fun, let's take Terrell. Heck yeah, we're having fun tonight. Not really. Uh, okay, the Dolphins are on the clock at 26. I said uh, earlier they got their ideal top two guys with the, mm-hmm. like, their ideal guy at five, their ideal guy at 18. 26 comes around. I think offensive tackles in play, corners in play, offensive playmaker in general is probably in play. Mm hmm. I wouldn't take a running back, but it's the NFL, so we never really know. Yeah. Is AJ Epinesa in play? Imagine getting him and Chase off. It's kind of interesting, actually. I know. (laughs) Ultimately, I think they can ignore the need at tackle. Agreed. So, although Josh Jones is not nearly the highest-rated guy on my board right now, I think that's the the way they go because they, they... they need competency on that offensive line badly, mm-hmm. uh, and he's the best tackle available. I agree. I think that's the pick here, and like, I don't know. I I, I don't think I'd take any other tackle in the first round. No, I mean, sorry, I wouldn't take any other tackle in the first yeah. round. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Wait, if wait, wait did you see the Trey Adams said in that interview though? That's pretty funny. Wouldn't you take him? <laughs> it's true. I, I'd think about it at thirty-one, maybe. Or, uh, Okay, good to know. Uh, Seahawks are on the clock at 27. Oh, actually, sorry. Let me just uh, throw some stuff in about Josh Jones. I didn't really talk about him. I think he, because their offensive line is so bad, he automatically plugs and plays as your left tackle. Yeah. His most upside is his ability as a pass protector, which is the most important thing in your left tackle. Um, I would be worried because the rest of the offensive line is so bad. Uh, his overall development because he is yeah. a high ceiling, low floor type of player. Uh, of the top five tackles, I think he clearly is the lowest floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like they just can't not take him. Is how I feel right now. So I, I agree with you, Rob. Okay, twenty seven Seahawks. Hey, they're always a wild card here. Um, they're probably going to trade back. Ha ha ha! It's a joke, but it's serious. It's good. They might take a running back. Ha ha! <laughs> You're so scared. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, uh, I think. First of all, AJ Epinesa is on the board. Uh, obviously, we don't know if Jadavion Clowney is resigning at this point. Yeah, that's why we, we should have waited till after free agency, AJ. Yeah, but this is a post combine mock. We'll do a post free agency one too. <laughs> yeah, just more. should we just do mocks only? I don't like it's. It, why not? Fuck it, right? Um, <laughs> I think Epinesa is in play. Uh, I think Neville Gallimore's in play. I think Ross Blacklock's in play. Uh, personally, I'm going to address the interior of the offensive line. Uh, Justin Britt's probably gone. I'm going to take Caesar Ruiz from Michigan to uh, like play, play center for the Seattle Seahawks. I think that'd be a really, really smart pick. So probably not going to happen. And again, they're probably trading out. But Caesar Ruiz, the best interior offensive lineman in the class. 
plugs and plays. Stab- As you said, Justin Britt's probably gone. No. That'd be a really, really nice fit. But there's a t- TCU defensive lineman on the board. Um, so <laughs> They can't do it again, Rob. They can't. Uh, I, I, for you, for the sake of you, I hope this happens. I would be Caesar happy. Rose yeah. would, he would look good in that Seahawks. I mean, Michigan and Seattle for you, either. No hey, way it's happening. Hey, well, I, I got it a couple times. Delano Hill, that worked out. <laughs> uh, if if it is Ruiz like your ideal as a Seahawks fan, uh, the way the board has fallen, obviously. I mean, um, I'd be. I think I'd still be happy with Gallimore. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Is I was going to say Gallimore, probably your second favorite option. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I think Epineza would be in play, but it, if Clowney comes back, uh, it'd be kind of a weird fit just because they w- probably want someone more uh, speedy than, yeah. than, than him, opposite him. Um, yeah, no, I think Ruiz, and again, sparked out Rob, so I think that's enough. Hell yeah. Okay, the Ravens are on the clock. They're going either off-ball linebacker or pass rusher. Um. I mean, Patrick Queen's kind of fallen to their lap. That, mm-hmm. I think, I th- we, we don't know what they're going to do with Matt Judon. They might actually re-sign him, which is an un-Ravens thing to do, but they just Absolutely. don't have a ton going on. And the in- interior linebacker spot is so bad for them. Uh, and, and just injecting the athleticism and energy of a Patrick Queen, I think with that secondary behind him too and the big boys up front, uh, be interesting. They they have an interesting uh, off season ahead of them with their front seven though because um, Pierce is a free agent, Judon's a free agent, and they just have holes that they're you're not used to having for the Baltimore yeah. Ravens. So I, th- I I go Patrick Queen for that. Uh, I think that pick makes sense. And it's like like in years past they've had like one or two holes to fill, and they let a guy walk, and they then suddenly there's just another guy popping up. But like you said, th- this is kind of little bit uncharted territory for them because there's multiple holes, right? Yes. Okay, Titans on the clock at 29. Um, Another team like, where, like, we don't know what they're doing with Tannehill, Derrick Henry. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Jack Conklin earlier. Yeah, it's pretty up in the air. Uh, Edge is another need already at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess if Logan Ryan doesn't come back, but what they think about that? Probably not, but just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, can we talk about the Epineza fit? How do you feel about that, Rob? I don't think he can stand up. Yeah, I think that's the issue. But uh, I'm not going to take him. I think that's the issue. But kind of a nice compliment. But, uh, yeah, I just don't no, think I don't would. think he fits at all. Yeah, I don't know. I know. <laughs> Personnel-wise, kind of a nice compliment, but it wouldn't work with the scheme. Um, there's no tackles that you would take here if Conklin's gone. I mean, no, there's no tackles they take. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm in shit here. Um all my options kind of off the board. Let me think. Do they do they take the running back? <laughs> that's, a, that's like the. I was gonna say like if you're panicking, just cop out, pretend they didn't resign Derrick Henry. I know I could. Or just like, take Neville Gallimore. Imagine him with Jeffrey Simmons, with Casey. with yeah with Terrell Casey. The amount of athleticism in those three jumbo men. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. And like like even the other edge options. Like I don't think Zach Bond is the greatest fit. He he said he wants to be an off-ball guy. Uh, yeah. Although I love Jonathan Grenard, I don't think anyone is as high on him as me. Like, um, like would Gross Matos be in play? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the NFL's higher on on him than we are, right? I think so too. And I I think like obviously he can stand up. 
I think Terrell Lewis might be in play, but I, I think that's another. That's a guy I I am high on. Yeah, where I don't. I, I it's hard for me to understand where the NFL is on him. Mm-hmm. I, I think if the debate was between the two of them with the NFL eyes, I think the pick would be Gross Matos. I also think the corner is clearly an option, is it not? No, it is. Like I said, if they don't bring back Logan Ryan, especially, but and um, like Malcolm Butler's been pretty up in the air. Dory Jackson's been uh, battling injuries. Kenny Vaccaro is basically a big slot. You could take a safety or a big nickel. I mean, you could take it. Like I, I think the secondary is an interesting way to go about it. The Titans are really weird. Like you said, are. the way this this uh, that's what free for them more than a lot of these teams for mocks at least. They're the way they deal with free agency is gonna be really interesting. Yeah, because if if they sign an edge, if they bring back Conklin, I don't think it's gonna happen. If and Henry's, uh, Henry's such back. a big thing, like like if they if they don't bring back Henry. Jonathan Taylor makes so much sense for them here. Even though running backs in the first round is stupid, but exactly like I think like if any team was going to pick a running back in the first round, and if Henry's gone, that pick, that sh- make, yeah, it should be then with Jonathan Taylor, just because it's like it got you to the. They should just tag Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's I what know. I think. Sign Tannehill to like two years, three years. I don't know what he's worth, but yeah, tagging Derrick Henry until he's dead uh, makes sense to me. <laughs> Tag him back to back. I agree. I'm going to take Gross Matos. The <laughs> it's the only need that's not a question mark with free agency right now. So do you, it makes so sense. do you like do you like him more than Terrell Lewis? Uh, no, they're close for me though. But again, I, I like Terrell Lewis so much more. Uh, I'm just going to state that for the record. How where where's Lewis on your board? Thirty five. Okay, so uh, it's not like you're like you're high on Gross, him, but you're not. Gross yeah. Matos fifty eight. Okay, yeah, you're you're not super. Two well, you two are guys, I'm really not really low on, but I think like noticeably low on compared to maybe the way the NFL views them are Grossman Toast and T Higgins. Yeah, T Higgins, but like I I don't know where the hell anyone views T Higgins right now. Yeah, I even the NFL, even Higgins, like yeah. big media, kind of all over the place with him. So yeah, they felt like they were super high on him early, and now he's just like kind of that's disappeared even. Yeah, kind of now he's just like that guy that uh, if a team needs a receiver, you draft him like in the 40s or 50s in mm-hmm. Uh Okay, pa- speaking of receivers, Packers on the board, that's their biggest need. Um, They're going to take, I mean, fuck, how many receivers? Are we, do we have eight receivers going the first round? Uh, did we? Yeah, hold on. Because I, I got a tweet off today. I, I was tweeting, like, these eight receivers could all go top 40. I'm Like, they could, any of them go in the first round. And it, it was, like, uh, I think I think we hit all eight of them. Do we have eight or six or eight? I don't know. I'm bad at counting. What? How could it be six or eight? CeeDee Lamb, one. Jerry Correct. Judy, two. Henry Ruggs, three. Denzel, oh, no, LaVisca Chanel. So it's... Seven with my next pick. Okay. See, I didn't know your next pick yet, so it is six. Oh, you didn't? Fool. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> and the difference between him and Chanel is, I think, with uh, them taking Ayuk, uh, is just the overall explosiveness, um, his ability mm-hmm. to stretch the field, but also make those yak plays, where uh, he also doesn't have the same injury concerns as Chanel. That's what's really going to ding Chanel. Like, I have Chanel higher than him, yeah. but uh, Ayuk has so much upside. Uh, Chanel just, again, he feels like he could not... He's not Debo Samuel. Uh, like, I I was higher on Debo Samuel than I am on him, but 
Like, he could be that second-round guy who, if he just lands with the right team, he's instantly producing. Yeah, no, for sure. And, yeah, it just sucks that the, the streak of injury is now for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, I instant uh, athleticism on the outside. And uh, he showed off. He, he's a, maybe a little crisper route runner than we give him credit for when he was at the Combine. So, 49ers are on the clock at 31. Um, you got, I think they got to address that secondary first and foremost. I th- I'm, I think just with Grant Delpit's on the board, I think I'm going to take him. I don't know if I love the fit, but I, I think when you can get a guy that, like the potential he has back there, and you're already a Super Bowl team, I, I think just that's kind of a, kind of a great spot for Delpit to land in where there's no big pressure on him immediately. Like, like I, who do they have under contract now? Like Tavares Moore, Tart, uh, like Marcel Harris. Like it's, it's, they need it. Um, I think Delpit just being able to develop back there would be huge. Corner might be more of a need. I don't know. I think just address the DB position. I, I think with Delpit Delpit's still here. And, the better but, player than the corner, too. I agree. Exactly. I think just I, I, stop this slide. I I mean, like, I still have Grant Delpit pretty high on my board. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's going to be so interesting to see where he goes. I can see his stock fluctuating now and over the course of uh, the next month and a half or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, final pick. Chiefs are on the board, 32. Running back. Running back, the cop-out. No, we fucking hate running backs. Um, I mean, they tag Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. Cor- corners a need. I think corners are their, what, their biggest need, right? Agreed, yeah. What are you looking at if you're the Chiefs? Corner? Running back, um, offensive mm. line. Yeah, but like, there's no targets here for them, really. No, like if Ruiz Ruiz was here, that'd be interesting. He can play because yes. he can play guard or center. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take Jeff Gladney. I think that's the right pick. Although the NFL might take Trevon Diggs, I think Gladney's got the ability to play outside, play nickel. He's not tall, but he's long arm wise. Uh, very good athlete. His three cone, he ran with a torn meniscus. Um, I think he just plugs and plays as a really good replacement for Kendall Fuller if he's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just very high on Jeff Gladney in general. And so Even if they bring him back, they still need someone opposite him. So uh, Definitely. So yeah. uh, Jeff, Jeff Gladney, a uh, fun fit for them. I hope that happens, actually. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right, that's it. We did it once again. So thanks for listening. This is the easiest way to put out content. We should do this every week. I'm telling you, we're going to. Okay, I'm, I'm in. I don't even care anymore. Just <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Follow AJ at AJMarcus13. Follow me at RuPaulNFL. Uh, and uh, happy conference championship uh, or champion or conference tournament. Wow. Happy conference tournament time, basketball fans. Thanks.